All right, what is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Sorry about that. I got my phone mounted weird here because I was messing with it because that's what I do is mess with camera angles. Try to get everything hooked in correctly. That's There we go. That's much better. Anyway, I hope everybody's having a beautiful day. Today we're going to be talking about the apocalypse of Adam. Now, you probably have never heard this before. I know I haven't. Uh, this is a really interesting text from the Nag Hammadi Library. And um, one of the key phrases out of this that it literally starts out with is where Adam is telling his son. Now, this is, this is Adam and Eve, Garden of Eden type stuff here. Adam telling his son that uh, we are higher than the God that made us. Now, bold statement, right? Okay, obviously, church didn't want this out there, I'm sure. Obviously, the construct didn't want it out there, the religious leaders. Uh, the construct did not want this information uh, going all around the world, yet it has. Here we are, thousands of years later, it's made it all around the world, and uh, love that we have access to this type of thing on the interwebs. Uh, to read the source text and understand what the actual source text means. You guys know that I'm super big on source text uh, when it comes to trying to understand all of this. Um, what is up uh, between tomorrow? Welcome, Albert. Welcome, uh, 3EM. How are you doing? I hope you're having a wonderful day, my friend. Uh, Ishmael, welcome, Ron, welcome, Rebecca. What is up, my friend? Thank you guys for joining. Thank you over here on YouTube, by the way. If you want the pro audio version of this, you can check out the podcast on YouTube as well as Apple and Spotify. Uh, there's going to be a playlist on all of those uh, areas called the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. You can find it over in the profile link, um, cubcooker.com or stand.store slash cubcooker. So, with that said, today, uh, the Apocalypse of Adam, it is a Scythian Gnostic apocalyptic writing. It is the fifth um, in the Codex of the Nag Hammadi Library, transcripted in Coptic. The date of the original work has been a point of scholarly contention uh, because of the writing lacks Christian themes um, and other explicit allusions. Thus, the Gnostic Redeemer in the text may have been pre-Christian and influenced uh, the later New Testament writings. Uh, the text provides interpretation of the Genesis account of creation. It describes the descent of a heavenly illuminator of knowledge and ends in an apocalyptic prophecy. Okay, so this, I mean, to me, guys, this puts all the pieces together. Um, I think we've all been under a delusion for a very long time, for thousands of years, trying to read the Bible the way we have. Obviously, the Bible we have now is not thousands of years old, but but hundreds of years old. Um, it's been canonized. It had, you know, lots of human handprints on it. Um, I don't think we can argue about that, though I'm sure someone will. Um, and so this is not to step on any toes, but this is not a religious channel. So please know that this is not a religious channel. It is a spiritual channel, okay? This is all about spiritual work, not religious work here. So... Um, faith, spirituality, and the paranormal. That's what we talk about here. So we're going to look at today, um, in light of this, what is this God that is in this text? And this is something that I've been talking about for a long time. You guys that have followed the channel for a while, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't followed the channel for a while, no worries. Um, you will catch on very quickly, I promise you. We've got an incredible community here. So um, if you're looking for uh, some enlightenment and some friends and some family and just a really rad community, look no further. <clears throat> we are, uh, we're pretty awesome here. So the revelation which Adam taught his son Seth in the 700th year, saying, Listen to my words, my son Seth. When God had created me out of the earth, along with Eve, your mother, I went about with her in glory which she had seen in the aeon from which we had come forth. She taught me in a word of knowledge of the eternal God, and we resembled the great eternal angels, for we were higher than the God who had created us and the powers within him. 
whom we did not know. Now think about that. Let's just stop on that one. I could I could do a whole podcast just on that little verse right there. Um, why is this important? Because um, right away we get the first taste of this God that was in the Garden of Eden, this God that walked with Adam, this God that essentially trapped them in the Garden of Eden and said, don't eat of this or you'll be unalived. You know, again, threats from the very, very beginning. If a relationship starts off that way, maybe not a maybe not a good one. Just saying. So uh, Mikey says aliens are real. Uh, Megan says aliens are fake. So there you go. Um, perfectly valid opinions on on both points of view. So uh click says i've learned in the last few days that the alphabet is a pictograph of the creation of mankind very interesting i have not seen that but that sounds really interesting um you know and i want you guys to know that everything is everything and everything is nothing and we can make anything say be feel like look like what we want it to and the construct can do that we can do that you can do it for yourself that's why it's so important to understand What I'm talking about when I say that reality is completely fluid, it is what you make it, you are literally the co-creator of your universe. All things are emitting from you into creation. Um, You are the reason that your um, life is where it is. You are the reason that you experience what you do. You are the reason that um, you worship the God that you do or don't or haven't even thought about or whatever it is. Um, those things emanating from the child, we are the child of the divine one, we are one and what we think, what we do, what we feel into ultimately becomes our reality and we can see it in the three dimensional plane. So, um, big says aliens are interdimensional. Yes. And we're going to talk about the interdimensional qualities here and what I believe dimensions are. Um, Marty says aliens are the gods. Yes, absolutely, Marty. And that's that's where we're going to be getting into this text, the Apocalypse of Adam. And again, I'm going to read it again here. Listen to my words, says Adam, to my son Seth. When God had created me out of the earth along with Eve, your mother, I went about her with her in a glory which she had seen in the aeon from which she had come forth. She taught me a word of knowledge of the eternal God, and we resembled the great eternal angels from uh, for we were higher than the God who had created us and the powers with him whom we did not know. So basically, and I'm going to interpret this for you. Please interpret it for yourself. Please go read it for yourself. It's on gnosis.org. There's a ton of different public domain works out there. Um, You can find it on gnosis.org. You can find it on a Google search. You can find PDFs. You can find other people's transcriptions of it. There's just a ton of different stuff out there. But I prefer the public domain works um, where we can, you know, kind of go through this together, interpret it for ourselves without a bunch of commentary. Um, And so the way I interpret this is like he's literally saying that, um, hey, look, I was given a word of knowledge about an eternal God, yet the God that created us, uh, we were higher than that God. And even the powers that were with him, the powers being the Elohim, the angels, the divine council, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Sammy says, love your videos. Thanks for making the content you make. You bet, my friend. God bless you. Thank you for being here. uh, Sammy says, hey, from Vegas, what is up from Vegas? That is awesome. Welcome. Um, I haven't been to Vegas in, in a minute. Um, love to go with my wife. Uh, as soon as we get our little puppy trained and we can leave her with the sitter, uh, we're going to go, uh, go see some shows, go play some games and stuff. And, and I really enjoy Vegas. We go to, um, our 10 X conference every year there with Grant, uh, Cardone. I'm not affiliated with him, but he's a big mentor of mine and, uh, I really enjoy going there. So maybe I'll get back one of these days. I haven't been since the pandemic thing hit, so. Uh, but anyway, if you're in the right area out there, it's sure pretty. Um, and there's some really beautiful parts out there. Um, especially as you get like out into the wilderness and stuff, which I haven't had a whole lot of time to do, but I hear there's a lot of great hiking and biking and all kinds of cool stuff around there. So, 
Uh, thank you for being here, my friend. Chick, uh, or click, click Flay says, uh, uh, let us make man in our image. We are gods. Yes, absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. So this is just, it gets weird. Like this is such a weird text, but you can see why it's like a banned text. I probably should have titled that this, the banned apocalypse of Adam. Um, because, because it is, I mean, this is like, you know, you will get argued with now, even if you bring this into any kind of religiosity, churchianity circle. Now that's heretical. It's not legitimate. I mean, it's just the script over and over and over, you know, um, let's see. Sammy says other parts of Nevada are great. Yes. Yeah. I bet they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of my goals is to travel a lot. Um, hopefully this summer, just get out there and go, go see America. Uh, it's, never really been something I've been able to do and I'm hoping that I can take literally take this show on the road this summer so we will see what the good lord does here but um and then it goes on it says then god the ruler of the aeons and the powers divided us in wrath now so this is adam talking and he's basically saying that he divided the peoples in wrath think about that the tower of babel think about that um, the ruler of the aeons and powers divided us in wrath. Then we became two aeons. Um, and the glory in our hearts left us, me and your mother Eve, along with the first knowledge that breathed within us. And it, glory, fled from us and entered into dot, 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 great, dot, 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 which had come forth, not from this aeon from which we had come forth. I and Eve, your mother, now, this is interesting. These texts are incomplete. And I find it really odd. Just throwing this out there. No conspiratorial theories here whatsoever. You guys know that. But throwing it out there that oddly the parts that are missing are parts that really, really matter. They are parts that it's not just an if and and or a but here. It is... This great glory that fled them entered into what? Into blank, great, blank, which had come forth. That seems like a really important part of this text to me. Just just to me, if I'm going, you know, I need to understand this, that's probably a part I want so that I can give an accurate interpretation of this or at least my best shot at it and try and understand what's going on here. Now, here's why I find that really weird, guys. I think there is either a divine, I don't even want to call it divine, a three-dimensional matrix law here in this plane of existence that says we cannot have that information right now. Or it has honestly been left out. And so if it hasn't been left out and it really wasn't there when it was found, and again, I don't want to introduce any kind of conspiracy here, but I do find it really, really weird that these pieces are missing. We look at the Enuma Elish, there's some really important pieces missing. We look at these Gnostic texts, really important pieces missing. Some of what I think might be the most accurate representation of the words of Jesus himself, within the Gospel of Thomas, we have fragments of it. We have these, you know, short sayings, some of them cut off. You know, it's not like this nice, complete work. Um, it makes me wonder how much of these other works we actually had, even within the canonized Bible, how much was just pieced back in. Uh, I don't know that. Again, I don't want to introduce any any type of conspiratorial thinking into this beyond the fact that I do think maybe there is a uh, three-dimensional matrix code that says they can't know everything. They're going to have to go through. They're going to have to channel it. They're going to have to actually contact divine, actually step into that spiritual door if they're going to get the true knowledge, the true gnosis. And so that's my kind of thought pattern when it comes to this. You make up your own mind about it. I cannot tell you what to think about this, but I do think it's really weird that it seems like maybe possibly definitely could be something is blocking information. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, interesting dad says DNA, DNA, DNA. Um, and so, like, I think we can still know everything, by the way. If I were a betting man on this, uh, glory fled from us and entered into blank great blank, which had come forth. Um, I would say that that might be the great gods or something like that. It's like literally like they stole 
our divine nature from us and adopted it for them. Um, or we gave birth to them by, by worshiping them or needing them or something like, I don't know. But again, I think that human beings, humanity, I think God is in everything. And I think that we literally create our experience of reality. I think that, uh, when I go live on this and I know some amazing, beautiful, wonderful people, hearts, minds, and souls are going to come together. We're going to create an incredible moment of coming together. Uh, that happens when I go into it and I just don't know what's going to happen or I'm in kind of a weird vibration. It seems like we get a lot of, a lot of flack on here. We get a lot of trolls, a lot of those things. So, uh, we do create our own experience of reality. A hundred percent interesting. Dad says, I totally agree, my friend. I totally agree. Um, and I, the more I believe it and the more I practice it, the more I see it. It's something that I continue to question. I continue to run into walls with it, but then I break down those walls. Um, I continue to go, well, wait a minute. If that's true, then how could this be? And then I figure out an answer for it, and it makes more sense. And then I can test it. You know, So I do try to apply that you know, test and retest method to it to see essentially like how much control do I have over my own reality. And it's really interesting, um, you know, when you get to start playing around with those ideas and, and watch what happens. So uh, moving forward in the text, it says, then God, the ruler of the aeons and powers divided us in wrath. Then we became two aeons. So I read that. Da, 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 where was I? But if knowledge entered into the seed of great aeons for this reason, Okay, so um, glory fled from them and entered into something uh, which had come forth, not from this aeon, but from which they had come forth. Now, what is an aeon? Um, I you know, don't know that we have a great understanding of it. Um, it's something, and I'm going to go over to Wikipedia and give you the official, official translation of it here so that I don't butcher it. Um, let's see. Okay, if I can maybe. A-E-O-N. A-E-O-N. Okay. So, Aeon is uh, a geologic time scale. So, we would, you know, we would call it an eon, basically, in, like, modern English. Um, and so, I want to look at what does it specifically mean. Uh, originally meant life or vital force or being or generation or a period of time, ages, forever, timeless, uh, eternity. So basically, um, you can look at it as that, like an aeon is almost like a place in time and space that it's coming from. And so that you, <laughs> you could probably almost, almost go as far in the modern vernacular to go um, in another realm. Uh, from the realm that we came from rather than Aeon. So again, that's my loose interpretation. Go look it up for yourself. But for me, it sounds like what they're saying is um, that from the realm that we came from, uh, that is where it had come forth. So, And then he says, I and Eve, your mother, but it, knowledge, entered into the seed of great Aeons or great realms, as I'm going to call it, for this reason, I have myself, uh, I myself have called you by the name of that man who is the seed of the great generation or from whom it comes. After those days, the eternal knowledge of the God of truth withdrew from me and your mother. Since that time, we learned about dead things. That's interesting. Like men. Then we recognized the God who created us. Then we recognized the God who created us. For we are not strangers to his powers, and we served him in fear and slavery. Okay, let me read that again. And we served him, God, in fear and slavery. And after these things, we became darkened in our hearts. Now I slept in the thought of my heart. Okay. Wow, guys. Guys, I've been talking about this for a long time. Okay. I've been I've been I've been blabbing about this, talking about Book of Enoch. I've had all these thoughts and we've done a lot of collaborations. We've talked about the God of the Old Testament and how he's in fact, you know, even the biblical God is really more of this evil satanic entity that we uh 
everyone is afraid of, allegedly. Um, yet he's right there in front of us, at least in the mindset of unaliving millions controlling through literal mind control, sacrifice, the threats that he gives, um, reminding people that basically he holds the keys to all things. Um, and so this is really interesting where Adam is basically confessing here to his son that, hey, son, we knew the truth. We knew who the true God was, yet we traded that for slavery under um, this other God who made us. So think about that. Think about that. Um, it's very, very interesting. So yeah, Latin is still actively used even by the elites. Um, and so it's really interesting. Like Latin has a lot of, if you look at the Latin Vulgate of the Bible, um, you're going to understand a lot of the meanings or at least the retranslated meanings and what they wanted it to become. Um, again, no conspiratorial thing there. You go look into the canonization of the Bible and you will get all of that information and start to understand that. Now, if you look at it through a biased lens of, I need this to be the inspired word of God, you cannot, will not, you will never pick up the true nuance of what's actually going on within the biblical canon to understand the mythologies it came from, what it's trying to say, understand the esoteric representation throughout it, and try to actually decode everything. So uh, have you ever read the Sumerian text? Hey, Greg, absolutely. Um, in fact, we've got a series, maybe, I don't know, maybe eight parts so far over on the YouTube channel um, on these lives where I'm going through the Enuma Elish, looking at the actual um, uh, Marduk. We're looking at um, the similarities between uh, those gods within that, including Enki and Enlil. Enki being... Uh, the light worker, the light bearer, uh, the Luciferian influence, uh, the Christ influence in that, the Savior influence in that. And then you've got Enlil being the kind of God of the Old Testament or what you would call a biblical God, uh, more of that control. I need you to worship me only. I'm the one who's going to give you gifts, that type of, type of thing. So, um, let's see. Uh, I don't like the semantical attribution uh, of conspiracy. Um, conspiracy is oftentimes valid and true. Yes, absolutely. Now, here's why I kind of speak against conspiracy on here, because there's plenty of conspiracy theory channels. We all watch them, right? Um, there's plenty of TV shows that are about that and that are that just go down a rabbit hole. Now, here's my issue with that. The fruit that that breeds, now watch this, the fruit that that breeds, and Jesus said, you know, look for the tree, look at the fruit, look at the root. I talk about that all the time. Think about the fruit that that breeds. When you start to think that everything is a conspiracy around you, even if it is, even if it is, it takes you out of the vibration of love. And that, and for me, it does, guys. Even if I go, you know, that it's just all a setup, blah, 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 like whatever. Even if you see 100 million percent proof of it, to me, it doesn't matter. Count it all as loss. For me, it's all about love, all about the heart chakra, open heart, open mind, ascend directly to God. Remember who I am. Stop serving the God of this world. Think about that. We serve the God of this world even by interplaying into the narrative of fear. Now, the way that they use it against us is either you buy the lie or you see the lie and then you get really pissed off. And if you get pissed off, all that does is put you in a negative vibration, a low vibration. They still, it still controls your mind. Think about that, guys. I literally just gave you spiritual gold right there. Literally just gave you spiritual gold. Please think about what I just said. Avoid the conspiracy move into the heart chakra, move into your open mind. Gleep Glop says, yes, absolutely. So uh, very, very, very important. That's been for me because I've struggled with it. And then even if I know I'm right, again, Jesus said I didn't come to call the righteous, but I came to remind you, call sinners to repentance. What we call that in yoga terms is we're getting an alignment here. So Love is the ultimate force of the universe. Absolutely interesting. Oh, interesting glad. I'm sorry. Uh, interesting lad. I'm sorry. I thought it was dad. My apologies, my friend. Uh, the power of the mass requires the force of love. Yes, absolutely. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. And Roman Catholic is a big part of all of this. Um, and if you think it's just that, or you think it's just politic, or you think it's just the rich at the top, or you think it's just uh, Hollywood or whatever, guys, it's everything. And I, I've watched some interviews lately with some of these musicians and Hollywood influencers and stuff, and they are being ripped apart by this too. Their emotions, their minds, their spirits. Um, this is not, it's not them against us. Like we've got to realize that they are human beings. They need love. They want truth and enlightenment as well. They have literally bought into the idea that they can be rich and famous and they've become mouthpieces for that, uh, whatever you want to call it. It goes by many, many different names, but I'm going to call it the construct or the matrix. Um, and unfortunately, the God of that matrix or that construct has set things up perfectly from the beginning uh, so that the people that serve it, him, they, whatever you want to call it, the idea of it don't even know they're just playing the part and that's one thing i love about eastern mysticism is we look at the idea of playing the part even in the bhagavad gita uh krishna tells arjuna uh the protagonist as they're headed into battle in the chariot um he's like you know none of this matters play your part be the victor enjoy enjoy your victory um and do everything you can to burn the karma practice the life of a yogi um, seek the supreme being and all that you do do all uh, again count it all as loss we hear that even in the bible all of, all of those biblical concepts go back to like ancient eastern mystic concepts now unfortunately they were replaced with a lot of other people's opinions around them that adopted it into a singular one way you know what uh, what is it my way or the highway type mentality and unfortunately a lot of people have bought into that. In fact, millions of people have bought into that. Even if you're on the atheistic side of it, you've probably been affected by that because, it's again, it's done its job. It's either converted you or it's put you at odds with it in anger and fear. And that, that is the number one tactic of the Matrix, of the God of this world, of this entity that we're about to see revealed here. And I'm going to reveal it, okay? I'm going to share the text. It's not me revealing it. It's in the text. It's online. You can go read it. Nobody reads it because everybody's too worried about what the stock market's doing or what the TikTok thing is going on or the banking stuff or whatever. Everybody's worried about all of that. And I'm telling you guys, there's spiritual gold right now for you to take into your heart that will never leave you for the rest of your life. If they flip a switch and the internet is gone forever and we all have to live with candles for the rest of our life, this is knowledge that you will take within you, understanding that will burn in your heart forever and illuminate the path for yourself and others for a very, very long time. So pick up what I'm dropping here. I'm dropping little nuggets. Um, everybody's always asking me, you know, do you do private sessions? Can you show me this? What do you think on this? I'm not going to tell you anything other than I drop these little, little trails for you. Um, and that's not to be mean at all, guys, but I'm not a guru here. I don't know anything. I'm an entertainer and an enlightener. And enlightenment is something that I can drop little crumbs for uh, for everyone, including myself, and lovingly lead into some understanding rather than me telling you this is this and that is that. And there's plenty of creators that do that. I don't play into that, guys. So uh, thank you guys for the gifts, by the way, the lightning bolts for the stars. Thank you for the stars on Facebook. Thank you for the tips over here on TikTok. And by the way, thank you guys for the super thanks over here on YouTube. You can do these at any point, um, even on the restream of this later on. I still thank you for them. I still see them. I still check comments continually. So even if you're not watching this live, you're still a part of this community. Thank you. And if you want to just support me directly and remove even more of that control from platforms and stuff, hit up my website, cubcooker.com. At the very top, it says support my content with a tip. You can drop a $5 tip there. Super easy. It's not recurring or anything. It's just boom, thanks, Cub. Just a way to say thanks for what I'm doing. And it warms my heart. I added that because of all of these things. So, um, Quantum says, are you going to read soon? Quantum, actually, I've been reading. I'm about halfway through the document here, kind of giving some more context on what this is. Because uh, if I just read it, then I'm basically just ripping the content and, and reading it. 
Um, and so I don't really like to do that. I like to kind of go through it and, and deconstruct it so that we can look at it. Um, and so with this, you've got, you know, Adam and Eve here, um, the mythological characters, the historical characters, however you want to look at it. Um, but for me, this really goes back to that Yaldabaoth, the Yahweh character, um, the uh, Demiurge, if you will, um, many, many different names, same energy, same character. You know, we have to look at all these mythologies as different representations of the same play, the same narrative going on. And we also have to understand that different mythologies, even if they're telling the same story, they're telling it with different character names, different timelines, and different points of view. So you might have one where a certain god is the good guy. Even though he does bad things, he's still the good guy. Um, and then you might have one version of it where that character is revealed as being the bad guy, and there's not really a whole lot around it other than just pointing out the truth about it. Um, and then that might be challenging for some people to hear. So that's why the Enuma Elish, the Gnostic doctrines um, and beliefs, um, and really a lot of the literature handed down and found at Nag Hammadi is, to me, just really, really revealing to give us a different narrative of these common stories. We all think we know, right? We all think, you know, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth and the earth, blah, 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 and, the, and then the firmament, and you got all the stuff, and then the animals, the plants, and then seven days later, and then he rested, and then Adam and Eve, and oh, don't eat of the tree, and they eat of the tree. No, the serpent, and oh, he's, the serpent's evil, and then oh, and the serpent's Lucifer, and the devil, and then the thousand-year war, and blah, blah, blah. And guys, that is the narrative that has been chiseled into our fragile little brains over and over and over and over. Uh, Quantum Christ says, am I a Mason by chance? I am actually not whatsoever, guys. I will tell you that everything that comes to me is just channeled through me. This is just a flow. This is the way I see it. Guys, when you open your third eye and you get your chakras going, uh, you see things. You know things. You don't have to go through any right to get this knowledge. It is literally open to all of you, okay? It's open to every single one of you. Um, yoga and meditation was my path. Uh, reading the ancient mystic uh, scriptures, my path, the Bhagavad Gita, the Dhammapada, the Upanishads, Tibetan Book of the Dead, the Gnostic scriptures, specifically the Gnostic Gospel of Thomas. I've got a whole reading list on my website. You can go check it out. Um, and beyond those scriptures, literally, in that quiet place in nature, in that ability for you to say, you know, think about the ancient mystery schools. You, you went through an initiation process. What does that look like? What was different for all of them? Uh, there are some mystery uh, traditions that are pretty dark. Uh, there are some that are uh, not near as dark and, and very, very simple as far as going through it. And even some of them were the math-based ones of the ancient times. Um, where you actually had like all the sciences being born out of it and everything. And so there's a lot of different representations and opinions on that. But really, an initiate is someone who says, hey, I'm willing to give everything up, and I'm going to follow in this path, and I want to learn everything there is, and I want to become a master in it. And it's literally like an apprentice that decides to go home, sell everything, and then what? Pick up their cross and follow who? The master? Okay, does that sound familiar? Literally, Jesus told us to come and be initiates for him. Go home, sell everything you own, give the money to the poor, pick up your cross, and come and follow me. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but there's several different verses that give that illusion within the Bible. And you can go look them all up for yourself, make your own understanding and interpretation, of course. But guys, I think it's all there. Like It's very, very plain and very clear that we have this ability to be the self-initiated person. And no, you don't have to be a part of any of these clubs or societies or anything. I don't have any issue with them, by the way. I think there's some wonderful people in all of them um, because it doesn't matter what you're a part of. It's just still the people at the top that know everything. And, you know, and it's through those rites and traditions that they do. And I'm just telling people, just like Jesus did and Krishna and Buddha, how do you go straight to source? How do you get the mysteries? How do you ret return the knowledge to you? You can access the Akashic records. You can channel the divine source through you. You can open your heart chakra. You can open your mind. And you can realize that you are higher than the God that made you. 
Um, and I'm talking about that, guys. And a lot of people give me flack for that, even friends and family, that I've turned my back on God. And here's the deal. I've turned my back on your God, not mine. In fact, I've just revealed who mine is and how beautiful and wonderful he, she, they, it is. Because I'm literally a part of it, divine father, mother, and child as the one Godhead. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, and that triad, that triune, is beautiful and perfect. And it only works with us in it, by the way, because we're a part of it. Um, and so everything else that tells you you're nothing um, doesn't understand because we are everything because God is in us and we are a part of that creation, that true God, that esoteric revelation as we're hearing about here as Eve tells Adam. So um, I'm going to continue reading. Um, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Where was I? Okay. For this reason, I have called, uh, I, I myself have called you by name, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, yeah, and I love this. We learned about dead things. Like, what does that mean? Since that time, we learned about dead things like men. Um, and I think that ultimately, to sum that up, it's like we just learned about things that are physical, that are of this 3D world, that go away. We learned about uh, practices or magics or whatever that are only based in the 3D um, even look at the sacrificing, um, all of those things are 3d based. Um, and so basically he's saying like, you know, we traded, um, truth for a lie. We traded, uh, there's a beautiful Pink Floyd song, by the way, uh, called wish you were here. And if you've never heard it, I highly recommend it. And he talks about, uh, did they get you to trade your heroes for go ghosts? Hot ashes for trees, hot air for a cool breeze. Uh, did they get you to trade? Um, did you exchange your walk-on part in a war for a lead role in a cage? Think about that. Yeah, Substance 777 says great song. You guys, you have no idea how deep my esoteric knowledge goes. It comes from a lifetime of being a perpetual soul searcher. I had a comment the other day that the worst thing I've ever experienced was a bad haircut and a missed mortgage payment. And whoever commented that first off is ignorant of me. And I don't mean stupid of me. I mean ignorant. They don't know me. They don't know what I've given up. They don't know the struggles. They don't know the points in my life when I was almost taking my own life. They don't know how much I've given up for this and how much I've struggled. And so that is the self-initiation process. That suffering and purification of my soul that I went through that literally nobody knows about. Uh, some of my closest friends don't have a clue what I went through. My wife doesn't have a clue what I went through because it was all in here. Okay. And when you're in your own torture cell, that's a whole different level guys. And I won't get near into what I've gone through in my life, struggling with my identity, who I am, what I believe, um, even thinking I shouldn't live different substance addictions and abuses, um, trying to drink myself to death, trying to ruin my marriage, trying to smoke myself to death with cigarettes, um, anything I could do um, to basically extinguish that within me. And so when I talk about the self-initiated process, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying you need to go through that, but ultimately the initiation part of that was I said, I'm done with that. I'm going to walk away from all that. I'm going to, I'm done building the business. I'm done building the things that I thought I was building. I'm done with my own, uh, flesh based three dimensional ego thoughts about things. And I don't care where the truth is. And I said, father, I don't care where the truth is. If it's a little bit in everything or whatever, I said, I just need to see it clearly. And I said, I will give all of this up if you'll just give me that. And I'm telling you guys, he did absolutely 100%. I'm in the process of completely rebuilding everything. My whole life has changed. Everything is um, heading in a beautiful, amazing direction. You guys just wait to see what happens. There's some things coming up in this that are going to be mind-blowing. Millions of followers. The world stage, okay? Like being able to talk with people and be interviewed by people and me interview people that are literally global influencers. That's all happening, okay? And I'm not just saying that to manifest it and I'm not saying that because I already have stuff on the books. I'm saying it because I know it, okay? And you too can know 
your life. You can know your destiny. You can understand your soul contracts. You can understand all of these things. Keep following along, okay? I'm not going to lay out every piece here and tell you what to do. But I promise you, the longer you follow along, the more you're in the community, the more you interact with us, the deconstruction process happens organically. You'll question things. It's uncomfortable as hell, guys, at certain points. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you. Uh, Revelation, yeah, absolutely. Um, It's very uncomfortable at points, guys. But for me, it's been absolutely worth it to just continue to move through these cycles and rebirth into the person that I'm supposed to be. So uh, the logical queen says, I was told that I had to drop everything that I thought I knew, all dogma and conditioning. Amen. Absolutely. That was ultimately my ticket out of all of that um, is to just go, it doesn't like, there's no dogmatic belief that will save me. Um, and I believe, and when I read the line in gospel of Thomas, where Jesus says that there is no sin and that if you bring forth that, which is within you, it will save you. And if you do not bring it forth, it will destroy you and you will be in vain. That's yogi talk there. That's understanding the karmic cycles and that we're just going to be stuck on the hamster wheel. Um, or worse, our energy will go somewhere that we don't want it to. We want to be in the Supreme being again. Um, and I think that is something that we can all agree on for sure. So, uh, revelations is B a and fun to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting lad. Um, so, uh, quantum Christ says your story sounds similar to mine. I was on the edge, uh, before God and Christ saved me. Lord is everything. Our love is everything. Yes, absolutely. My friend. Absolutely. Because, you know, when you're just following the dogma, it's so hard. And when you try to reconcile the actions of the Old Testament God with the message of Jesus or Krishna or Buddha or whoever you're, you know, you you devote to, um, to me, it just doesn't work. And it creates a duality within, and that duality creates really dualistic patterns, which are ultimately harmful to our own psyche, our own self, our own relationships. And so that like it's the perfect setup. I don't know. It's just, it seems it's all very, very clear when you realize it. So, um, anyway, then we recognized the God who created us for, we are not strangers to his powers and we served him in fear and slavery. And after these things, we became darkened in our hearts. Now I slept in the thought of my heart. Now think about that. We became darkened in our hearts. Um, and I talk about illumination, illuminate the heart, align yourself, do the, the metaphys- metaphysical practices, yoga, meditation, prayer, um, all of these things, going out in nature, open up that heart chakra, open up yourself to love, okay? I'm not saying open yourself up for other people to hurt you or you to be taken advantage of. I'm saying, let your heart lead you. And ultimately for me, I'm saying that to me, by the way, let your heart lead you, cub. Uh, Because darkening and hardening of heart is a really, really bad thing. And you even hear in the Old Testament, how many times did God harden someone's heart? Again, what we're seeing in this, that wasn't God. That was uh, this um, controller of the, uh, the aeons and powers, the ruler of the aeons and powers. So... Um, who divided us in wrath, who, um, yeah, and we'll talk about the serpent later. Somebody asked about the serpent. The serpent, I fully believe, is truth. It is enlightenment. It is uh, the gnosis. It is love, um, the shining one. It's that Lucifer, which, by the way, in the Greek is, um, it is how far you have fallen, O shining one, son of the morning, um, which is a reference to a son of God, those shining ones, the watchers in the book of Enoch. Uh, This is all my interpretation, by the way. Um, Plenty of people disagree with me on this. Plenty of people agree. That's fine. I'm just here to tell you how I read the text and how I personally interpret it. So, um, and by all intents and purposes, the mythology here. So Um, let's see. Okay, and I'm going to read this next part, and then we'll do the other part tomorrow, but I wanted to get through this part. So, And I saw three men before me whose likeness I was unable to recognize, since they were not the powers of the God who had created us. They surpassed blank glory and blank men blank, saying to me, Arise, Adam, 
from the sleep of death and hear about the aeon or the realm and the seed of that man whom life has come, who came from you and from Eve, your wife. Uh, now, what does that sound like a foreshadowing of? Um, we can talk about that tomorrow, but I think it gets really good after this. And I'm going to share a whole lot more tomorrow. But again, I like to split this up because um, A, content, and B, I have a lot to say about it. And so again, if I just sit here and read it, then I'm just a book channel and then I'm just ripping off uh, a bunch of text that uh, even if it is public domain, it's not very creative to do content that way. And that's not how my mind works. So uh, yes, I'm reading from the Apocalypse of Adam. Absolutely. So um, and you, like I said, you guys can find it in the public domain. Um, I think there's some print copies of it. I don't have that over on my website yet, but I'll be looking to put more of the Nagamati scriptures over there. So, um, let's see between tomorrow says, I just got hit with a burst of love and started crying and sobbing. And I knew the God of love and light. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, my moment was when I realized that I am the Christ. Um, and I'm not talking about I am Jesus or I'm the second coming of Jesus, not like these other people that, that get that in their head and think they're the special chosen one. I'm literally telling you, we all are. We all are. Uh, Molly says this is his job. Yes, thank you, Molly. I don't know who's antagonizing over here because they have me blocked. So um, anyway, oh, Alex. Yeah, thank you for harassing me, Alex. I appreciate it. Drop a $5 twi uh, tip. Let's see. Uh, yeah, this is my job, Alex. So, in fact, I, I guarantee you I work harder than you. So, thanks for being here, Alex. Uh, either drop a tip or peace out. Um, or you can, uh, I don't know, maybe stay around and listen and learn something. Go check out all my other content and tell me that I don't work hard. Uh, put out 200 episodes in less than six months. Um, that's a big feat, plus thousands of other short-form videos, plus managing our community, plus a course uh, plus live calls on the weekend. So, um, you know, if you think your radio DJ should be paid, if you think your, uh, television personality, your Netflix personality, uh, your podcast host should be paid, then I should too. If your pastor should be paid, I should too. Uh, if your school teacher should be paid, I should too. So just FYI, uh, get your mind right guys. If you're, um, I always have to call this out. So you're my example, my friend. Uh, get your mind right. If you're thinking that at all, even if you're seeking spiritually, first off, you're here for a reason, Alex. Uh, you did not come here by accident. You need to hear what I'm talking about today. Second off, get your mind right. If that's what you're thinking and if you're worried about how someone else makes a dollar or a tip or how they live or what their house or their car or anything looks like and you're not worried about the true message that your soul is supposed to receive, then that is going to screw everything up in your life. Like I'm just telling you from experience because you're sitting in judgment of someone else rather than sitting in observation of it. And so when we talk in yoga terms about uh, no expectation and sitting in repose and observing and being here now, uh, that's a beautiful place. And we can watch other people succeed and win and be very joyful for them rather than trying to judge them because we're unhappy with our own life or we feel that we work harder uh, or we don't like our job, or we don't like our marriage, or our family, or whatever that is. There's always a reason underneath why we feel like we need to judge someone else, because it validates our position that we're not happy with. And ultimately, the thing that we should be happy with is our repose, and our sitting at the feet of the Supreme Being as a part of it. Uh, again, remembering that we're a part of that triad, the Divine Father, the Divine Mother, and the Child. Or in the Hindu, you have the Brahman, the Atman, and the Self. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, guys. So that'll help you with so many things in life when you really get that, like alchemize that. You know, you can have that moment where you, you let go of doctrine and dogma. You have that burst into tears moment. I've been there. Again, when I realized, like, I am that Christ. I am literally what Jesus was talking about. Um, like, I'm so much a part of that that I can literally identify with that. That's an amazing thing. Again, I'm not saying I'm Jesus, the second coming of Jesus, like some of these these people all through history. I mean, you look at all of the, the things that convolute this landscape of spiritualities when people try to say, I am whatever, the second coming or whatever, uh, or I am this or that incarnation. And it's like, but there is a beautiful place when you can recognize that I'm a part of 
that Christ energy, that Christ consciousness, the one super soul. Uh, by all intents and purposes, we are part of the supreme being because we are all one. Uh, and when you really, really can start looking at your seat of view as I am all that exists and everything that's unfolding is unfolding from me, that honestly is a place of truth because it's a place um, where you realize that you have control over your experience of reality. And ultimately from that, you can choose your actions, your emotions, and your thoughts. And you can craft them and wield them in a responsible and loving way because as you are continually connected deeply to the Supreme Being, all it has is love and light and unity for all. And it is not the dualistic God that we're hearing about in, in this text or in the Old Testament or any of the other different scriptures. It is this completely loving entity that emanates through all things. Uh, there is a dis uh, distinction that we are all chosen. Yes, absolutely. We are all chosen. We are all the second coming of Christ. He comes within our hearts on the cloud of the crown chakra to us to give that unique revelation, to rewrite our name in that book of life, that proverbial, perpetual, eternal self that we are already in the vibrational truth of if we just accept it, adopt it, and fully have our faith in that. And that doesn't mean a God outside of us. That means literally the words that he gave us. The kingdom of God is within you. So remember that, guys. Uh, I hope you understand that. Uh, Alex says, begging for the money is different than someone giving support. Man, I have literally never begged for money once. Uh, I don't think anybody on here would think that I've begged for money. If you think this is begging, then you have not seen anyone beg, my friend. Um, go watch Casey Neistat. Go watch um, your David Dobricks. Go watch your um, all your influencers. They always ask for money. They ask to donate. They ask for you know to join the course or buy the T-shirt or the merch. I have all of that. I literally designed this exactly like any good influencer would, and I'm successful with that, and I'm proud of that, and I'm happy with that. And I'm good with that, man. And you're not going to shake me off of that. So, um, again, think about that and think about this is not some guy begging. Now, all creators have been through hell and back over the past couple of weeks. And it's going to keep going, I'm sure. So, you're going to see a whole lot more people asking, saying, hey, we cannot trust the platforms. If you want to see me, you got to support me. And there are people here that want to see me. They are, they're online still to see people like me. And they want to support what we're doing. And that's who I'm talking to. If that's not you, my friend, enjoy the message. I give so much away for free that I, you don't have enough time to consume everything I give away for free. So that's cool. And I'm happy to do that, my friend. Um, so please, please understand that. Just everyone that comes across this. I give so much for free that by the time you do buy into my systems, you got to choose what you watch. You got to choose, am I going to do the course or watch Cubs live streams? And if you can do it all, great. That's, that's wonderful. But uh, ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what this is about. Showing up for you guys, being here as much as I can, sharing these unique texts with you that not a lot of people are looking at. Um, let's see. Leroy says, uh, is the book of Adam and Eve a different book? Honestly, I don't know, man. This is called... Um, this is the Apocalypse of Adam from the Nag Hammadi Library, and that's literally the name of it. So if there is another website that calls it something different, that might be possible. But according to this one, um, and I look at Gnosis.org a lot, that has a lot of the original ones on it. But if you're like Googling it, it may be under different names. I don't know. So, But the official name for it out of the official Nag Hammadi Library is the Apocalypse of Adam. So that's what I'm reading from today. Um, and, I, and I think, again, it, it's got some great information in it. And we'll continue this uh, tomorrow. And I'll, I'll try to finish this text or get close. I don't know. There's a lot to go through in this because it, it changes everything, guys. When you really start vibing on this, it changes everything that we think we knew. Um, and it is, is very important that we just open our heart and mind to this. Again, this is not religious. I'm, I'm here. I love you no matter what. Uh, race, religion, orientation you are, we are one love, one community here. And I hope you know that and feel that from my heart to yours. 
Uh, Laura says, thank you for everything. Tons of love to you, brother. Thank you, Laura. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Molly. Uh, God bless you, my friend. Thank you, Alex, too. God bless you, my friend. Um, you know, you are more than welcome here, my friend. You don't have to pay me a dime. Please just enjoy the content. Uh, soak it up. I hope you learned something. Maybe it challenges you to go within yourself, dig deeper, find that authentic reality that's just waiting for you. Um, and thank you guys over here on TikTok too. Uh, the way we are supposed to harvest. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Between Tomorrow says, I love how you speak and how you share your heart, brother. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. And thank you, Truth That Travels. I didn't even see you on here. Uh, probably because you're over here on Facebook too. So, um, Oh, awesome. Interesting lad says, I'm about to cook up some fresh fish. I caught a few weeks ago. I wish I could catch some fish. There's no water around here. So maybe one of these days I can get to go up north. But um let's see da, 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 da. um great knowledge pearly says molly thank you my friend god bless you um you guys just welcome welcome the trolls welcome the i mean unless they're just being you know overtly hateful um and then you can kick them out but um anyway we love you guys we love you guys and i have people that come here and think that about me and then they literally join into the community later so like it's fine if you have that reaction right now keep coming back and watching i promise you won't in a couple of weeks you'll see my heart you'll see the community you'll know what's up here okay this is an authentic thing here not a lot of people doing what we're doing so thank you guys for your support um let's see uh the logic queen says glad i came across your channel awesome perspective thank you very much um, one quick thing, I really try to limit ads on these. One of the things the platforms are doing to us right now, they're pushing heavily into paid ads on our content, which I don't have an issue with other than none, not a lot of that jives with our content. You don't need to see a dish soap commercial while we're talking about the apocalypse of Adam. It just doesn't jive well. And I would really prefer to keep as much of that off here as possible. I'll do whatever I have to, to survive. But ultimately, you guys are the way that I do this every day. And one of the ways I do that every day is the Mythos community. It's $9 a month. We have a private group. Uh, we have a private live call every Saturday. We have um, a lot of behind-the-scenes content. And I also get to answer a whole lot more uh, need for encouragement over there. I don't want to say I answer questions because I can't tell you what to think. Um, but I do try to encourage you to think bigger, open your heart, dig more. Um, and ultimately it's a beautiful community for that. It's called the mythos patron community. It's on my website, cubcooker.com, only nine bucks a month. That community right there is a ton of you guys on here. That community makes this possible. So thank you guys. We had a bunch of people join this weekend. I really appreciate you. And we had several new people on the call this weekend. And I love, love, love what we're doing. So thank you guys for that. What's up? Original sin is a lie. The divine in me salutes the divine in you. Absolutely, my friend. Texas Namaste. You guys go check out Bob's channel, Original Sin is a Lie. And check out his book, Original Sin is a Lie. Okay. We literally had several people talk about it on our call in our community. And Bob, I needed to tell you that um, about how much they love your book and how much it's helped them in their deconstruction process, understanding how much of the words of Jesus are literally straight out of the Vedic texts, out of the ancient mystic texts. It's a beautiful thing. And Bob, you're doing God's work, my friend. Thank you. Uh, you guys go check him out. And, um, as soon as Bob gets some stuff uh, in life going here, um, I know we've all been busy. I just moved my office around this weekend. But as soon as we get life settled a little bit after spring break, I know a lot of creators have been scrambling right now. Um, I'd love to collab with Bob again. So, um, And you guys go check out my prior collaboration with him where we get into a lot of this stuff. It is over on my YouTube channel. Um, and you can just search Cub Cooker and Bob Peck, and it'll pop right up. So... Y'all go check that out. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the support. God bless you all. I'm going to go play some Frisbee because it's time. Um, I love you guys. Have a beautiful, beautiful afternoon. Leathercraft Nation says, great group of people. Much love. Yes, sir, my friend. Y'all go give Leathercraft Nation a follow as well. Uh, fellow creator over here. Play Frisbee with him all the time. My good buddy, Jacob. Go give him a follow if you like. Uh visceral crafting type content he like shows how he makes stuff he talks about the cool laser he has 
Uh, he just made some absolutely beautiful work this weekend for his wife. Um, and hopefully he shows that on the channel. Jacob, you better show that on the channel. It is amazing, this little uh, clutch that he made this weekend. Absolutely amazing. So go check out his work. Um, I hope you guys have an awesome day. Thank you again for being here. Thank you, Logic Queen. Uh, she says, enjoy Frisbee. Thank you. This was great. You bet, my friend. Um, so like I said, go hit me up. Um, and by the way, our Mythos community is decentralized. Um, what that means is that I have your emails, your phone numbers and everything. You go sign up through my website. If the platforms we build that on are not here tomorrow, I promise you, I will reach out to everyone and get in contact and get us on a good old fashioned phone call, or we'll get in a discord group or whatever we have to do. So that's why when I ask you, please join those things. If you loved what I'm doing today, there is no guarantee I'll be here tomorrow. No guarantee that these platforms will. So please join the Mythos community. That's the number one way that you can ensure you keep getting uh, the content that I'm putting out. You get continual access to the ideas that we have here. So um, I love you guys. Thank you again. www.cubcooker.com. C-U-B. K-U-K-E-R.com will forward you to my stand store. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.